Welcome back to another episode of NBA at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is NBA at the Bar, and we're your host. I'm T.A. This is G Money. And we are ready to talk about that NBA action, because like I always say, it is fantastic. fantastic. There it is. So this NBA is cracking after All-Star Weekend. But real quick, folks, before we get started, I need you to do me a quick favor. I need you to sit over and like, subscribe, and download. Like, subscribe, and download. And G Money, let me ask you a quick question. So what are you drinking on? I am on the Shield Day. The Shield Day, the, the old faithful, huh? Yeah, it has. You've been that. converted, huh? I've officially, yeah, because you know I was a JB guy. You was a JB I did, guy, I did, but I'm in the Scotch family, so you know <laughs> you're still in I'm the family. Still in the Scotch, yeah, I'm with the Scotch, and I'm on the the Claude Shend. Claude Chantelaire. Come on, say it, so, say it three Chantelaire. times fast. <laughs> I need. I, I gotta got get back to my French dictionary to find out what Chantelaire means. Oh it my God, Chantelaire! I feel like and, you need and, a, a beret and a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> that is tasty. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. some church on the moon. Yes, sir. So we've gotten through that All Star weekend, and this is when you really start looking at the NBA. You know, kind of like forecasting and prognosticating where we're going to be at for the playoffs. Right. Right. And, and as I started doing that, you know, getting ready and looking, seeing where we're at and trying to create some assumptions for myself about where we're going to be at in, uh, in the NBA and for, for this year in basketball, I sit over here and I look at the, the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. We grew up in a time where the Eastern Conference, you might have had one good team and everybody else was mediocre to sorry, right? Yeah. You know, we saw that in Michael Jordan's age where they weren't sorry, but Michael Jordan was su- and the Bulls were such head and shoulders above yeah, everybody it, else. It was a foregone conclusion. It was a foregone They're conclusion. They're going, Correct. Who, who are they, who's going to face them in the West? Correct. We saw that with, uh, with LeBron and, and yes. this time with, with the Cavs, you know. And Miami, quite frankly. And Miami, right. Dragging these teams to the championship. And then I look up and, you know, from the eye test, it looks, it appears, I conclude that the East is much stronger. But mm-hmm. then when you go to the standings, when you dig into the numbers, it just doesn't feel that way. So, you know, my question for you is, is this the same old tricky ass Eastern <laughs> conference or, um, are we in the midst of an evolution? Are we in the midst of the East being, um, strong? At least, I wouldn't say dominant, but at least strong compared to where they have been in some of their, their best years, yeah. you know, over the past 20, 30 years. Well, you know, it, it, whew, that's a, it's an interesting one because yes, the Celtics are the class of the East. They are, they are literally eight games or seven games. Seven games above ahead. Mm-hmm. Everybody else that in, you know, two and down. I think, uh, two is the Cavs right now. They're seven back. Mm-hmm. Then you have, uh, what is it? I think it's, uh, you have, um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Milwaukee and they're eight and a half back. Dang, right. So, and, and I don't see either one of those guys catching them. I just don't. No, 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 no. So, okay. So the rest is almost like the Celtics and then the Eastern Conference. Or the rest boo boo. Or the rest, mm-hmm. or at least, um, not very good. No, no, because the years that we have seen that the East has been truly dog meat, they've had guys that are in the six, seven, eight seed that have losing records. True, true. So yeah. at least now you could say most they're everyone, 500. they're 500 or better. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, so it's like, no, they're not sorry. And maybe that's like a, a baby step for them because the West has always had the 500 plus teams. Uh, that are playoff ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and the East is kind of like, oh, they, they just lucked up and this, it's just, we're the lesser of the shitty ones right. that make the playoffs. And we know that we're going to get knocked out in round one. So, but to answer your question, no, I, I actually think there are some legitimate threats. The only one, I'm, I'm not a believer in Milwaukee. I'm just not, to be honest with you. And quite frankly, the Cavs look good, but I'm not necessarily sold on them either. The sneaky good teams to me are who's going to win out of that 4-5 matchup, which would be right now it's looking like it's the Knicks and the 76ers. If Joel Embiid comes back, they're a problem. Just, you know, like you always say, write it down, take a picture. Right. 
if Joel B can come back and be just Joel and B, they with the acquisitions that they picked up uh, at the trade deadline, mm-hmm. they are going to be a problem for for the Celtics. But but this is so so. I think we're unanimous in our thought process that the Celtics are by far the team to beat in the East. Yeah. You know, I sit over here and I look at Prozingis and I, and for, for whatever reason, that has been the missing piece. And Prozingis, you know, I've been a, a Prozingis, um, fan since he was with New York Knicks mm. and then he got traded and then he, he, he never seemed to live up to the expectation and the hype that surrounded him yeah, when he came to the league. he got that unicorn league. nickname, mm-hmm. and he has been unicorn on the shelf. Correct. Because he's uh, often and always hurt. And he's, quite frankly, he's been hurt this year, too. But, but he's been he, effective when he's played, absolutely. like monstrously effective. And what makes him so scary on this particular Celtics team is they're not asking him to carry the heavy load. So he's like icing on the cake. He just comes in and maybe he'll drop 20. Maybe he'll drop uh, 30. Maybe he'll just do 15. But it's the threat of him uh, is what makes them overwhelming. And when he does 15, that means the other two superstars on our team are killing it. So it's a great symbiotic symbiotic relationship on that team that I, I really do believe that Though we have very individualistic stars on this team, uh-huh. that they um, that they they mesh well, they, they play do. well together, and they're willing to give the night for the hot hand, mm-hmm. which is very rare when you have people because they all have extreme confidence, almost a, a, a slight arrogance. You know, Tatum oh, yeah. has arrogance, Brown unequivocally has arrogance, and so does Porzingis, but. They 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 dampen that, and then who when the, they who, need to? What's the name of the brother who uh, he finally cut his hair off and he because he had that five line, you know? It's like, <laughs> hey, he had a four, he had a five head for a I long time. I can't think of his name. Yeah, right, he played yeah. for the Spurs. Right. But yeah, he's playing really mm-hmm. good. And then mm-hmm. they have Holiday, so it's like they and they have Holiday. Yeah. I mean, this is a hell of a yeah, hell of man, a squad. Yeah, gluttony that, of that riches. Yeah, gluttony of riches that they've put together. Um which you have to have from the East to be able to really compete with the West because the West is so daunting. It's so stacked. Um, But, but really the question is, is, is obviously I think we can, we can say with confidence that the Celtics are the team from the East. I agree. But, but, but who is that one team other than the Celtics uh, that can compete? With the Celtics, because the Celtics can beat themselves, they can just implode one day, and I don't foresee that happening. But that they can beat themselves. But yes. outside of them beating themselves, what's the other East Coast team? Whether it's they're, New York they're, they're, or Philly, you I, said Philly. I, I said Philly. I honestly, I honestly believe there's three teams. It's um, the New York Knicks, um, which is a super duper reach. It but, is, especially with Randall being out. Yeah, it's a reach, but. Jalen Brunson and he is and, some type of magic with yeah. him. Like it, it fits so well. He, he he's playing with such confidence. Yeah, I agree with and, and let's say you know in heart and and just just they're they're basically they are all good and they would all have to rise to the occasion and play. Uh, I know Jalen Brunson will play above you know let's say his statistical average, mm-hmm. but he they would for a series would have to play all well above their averages, but they are a defense-centric team. So, Which, which not to cut you off, but that also, a defensive-centric team makes or forces the Celtics to play lower. Yes, because it's going to be they, more they of a They don't hit their out. ceiling. They're actually closer to their floor. Yeah. Because it's a grind-out game. It's, right? it's a grind-out game, and we all know that you know, scouting reports come in, and when teams get to like lock in on you and your tendencies mm-hmm. – then it's just about will Jalen Brunson and company like rule the day? Will they be able to sneak and and steal a game? Because the only way that they a team like that would win a series is they'd have to steal a game in Boston mm-hmm. and then hold home court. Mm-hmm. And and that's how a team will beat that. The, the same thing is true for the uh, the Seventy Sixers, as I said. Mm-hmm. And then the and other, we got to see how Embiid's gonna come back yes. after the injury, right? Because you know we we can't expect Embiid to come back to his MVP form as soon as he's back. Right. I think it takes some time. And, and so what happens is is that what can disrupt the Seventy Sixers 
being in a position to meet the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals is because they've fallen so far back. I mean, because now they're down to what the fourth seed. Yeah, if I'm not fifth. mistaken, the fifth they're seed. Fifth. So their fifth seed, and then even with Embiid coming back with say 20 games left or mm-hmm. 15 games left, that's not enough time for them to make a real impact on their position. So right. they have a lower position. They don't have home court advantage, and then you're sitting over here and having Embiid just kind of getting back to himself yes. to to be prepared to win a first-round playoff. Right. Now, let's say they get past that first round. Then you're talking about are they going to really get past the second round before they have to pay, or they would actually play the Celtics in the second round. That's where and I is would see them ready. Yeah, is so, he ready? So the, the secret for them is, is, what is it, 25 to 24 games left in the regular mm-hmm. season. If Joel Embiid can come back and let's just say he has a solid – 10 to 15 games to just get himself reacclimated and mm-hmm. and to to himself mm-hmm. then you know i think they picked up buddy hill right mm-hmm. so buddy hill that was a great pickup yes it was it, it, if he gets back to playing at buddy hill when the lakers and, wanted him and and right now because the beat is not there buddy hill is scoring a lot mm-hmm. and then they have kelly Oubre, and then mm-hmm. lord knows maxi is a monster mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, if all of their characters blend together and they can be a threat to the Celtics, because then what you're really saying is, okay, with what we just talked about, the gluttony of riches, if Tatum isn't like ultra dominant and it becomes like a, a, a half court instances where it's Joel B versus Porzingis and he's going to eat him like barbecue chicken, mm-hmm. as Sha- Shaquille O'Neal would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then, okay. Now we got something because now we have these actual shooters around to where Brown and Tatum may not be enough in a given series now. And and we know that before Joel and B got hurt, that they were easily number two or number three. They could have easily uh, been a number one seed themselves. Mm-hmm. So the talent level is on par. Um, that's why I would pick them. The other team is the the Miami Heat, because the Miami Heat, it doesn't matter if, they, if they're the 10th seed, if they can find a way to sneak in and then they play the the Celtics in the first round, Jimmy Buckets is Jimmy Buckets. And they and they always seem to find a way to ruin somebody's. I definitely feel you on that. I would strongly encourage you at Miami um, to want to get to that that next level, that next step. Mm-hmm. Because playing the Celtics with Prozingis mm. is one thing without them, yeah, they got action. With Prozingis, it's a different ball game, and I just don't think um, they're deep enough to compete with that team. You're right. With, um, at, at how it currently sits. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, it was a Jacquez, Heikamek, what are we? Yeah, Jacquez, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and... You know, I love that team, but Jock uh, was still a rookie, and we have to understand that that these rookies hit a wall. Yeah, it's but it's the Miami system. These are not um, just like Struess is who's now with the the Cavaliers, right? Mm -hmm. They always find a way to get these guys that just end up playing at a super high level. Martin, they end up playing Mm -hmm. at a super high level Mm -hmm. in high leverage moments, Mm -hmm. and it's like that's in their DNA. Mm -hmm. So they're. The thing that's scary about Miami Heat is they're not afraid of you and they're not afraid of the moment. So mm-hmm. then it's just like, can we as the Celtics just just ramrod them? And you're going to have to mm-hmm. destroy Miami. You're going to stomp them. Yeah, they're not going to quit. But but here's here's where my thing is. I think, you know, it's easy to sit over here and look past this team right now because they're not playing at their optimal. They're, they're, they're in influx. They're going through transition. Um but when the dust settles 20-some games from now and people are now in their roles, people have gotten acclimated to the new coach, mm-hmm. I truly believe the Milwaukee Bucks mm. okay. are um, probably the greatest threat. And the reason why is because you got two superstars on that team. And again, let's not ever forget, when we talk about the Cleveland, when we talk about Miami, when we talk about – all these other teams are going to talk about even, Indiana. Indiana. We talk about we the Knicks. We didn't even mention Indiana, right? This 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 game is still ran by superstars. Yes, and this is a team that has two legitimate superstars. And at the end of the day, is 
if these superstars rise to the occasion, we know Giannis can rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. He's been there already. We believe Dane has unequivocally the ability, but, but, but even more than that, he has the desire and the want because he's been in the doldrums with, with uh, Portland his entire career to where you put him in a position to actually get there, he might fuck around and go crazy. <laughs> All these motherfuckers, and, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. ain't nothing you can do with him. And we see when Dane goes crazy, a 50 piece isn't And the playoffs is about, is about focus, right? So mm-hmm. the one and all of the things that you can say is that a team that on, on paper should not be afraid of the moment because they have championship medal in that, in that group. They, you know, Middleton, they have uh, Portis, um, uh, what's their center that I, I I can't think of his name right now, but it, Sabonis? Uh, no, 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 um, no. Uh, um, he's one of the twins, um, but yeah, he, he's the I can't remember his name. Okay, just it's escaping me, but he he's arguably been like in the Defensive Player of the Year mm-hmm. award a couple of times. Yeah, and he shoots. Is he Eastern European though? Um, no, no. He he's he's American. His his um his and his brother was on Milwaukee. His brother has the not Lopez. Uh, yeah, Lopez. Okay, okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't think of his name. Yeah. So, yeah, Lopez. I, I knew their uncles. Okay. I used to play with their uncles. Oh, look at you. OG. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, I, I was aggressive. On yeah, well, but that's okay. So, you know, a dunk is a dunk. You know? <laughs> if I got you, I got you. You know, shoot, somebody needed to take a picture. But nevertheless, they, they have guys who have played in the finals and have won it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, it, it makes them a, a legitimate threat. I just, I don't believe in them. Um, and that's why I kind of am somewhat dismissive. Shame on you. Because yeah. you know what? You don't believe in Giannis and Dane? Shame on you. Okay. Again, if well, make, they're, make if a they're put, out of all I'm saying is they're put in the right position. Boston Celtics not quite as healthy as they need to be in that, in that second round. Um, taking this team lightly because they got Doc as the coach. Mm-hmm. Whatever the scenario is that you have the Celtics not playing at peak performance, yeah. they can fuck around and get dusted by this team. Yeah, yeah. They I mean the Celtics could get got, but I think that the, this is their this is their mission. You know how you see uh, certain seasons, especially because they lost in the finals, right? They mm-hmm. got there and then they wet the bed against Denver, right? Just last year. I don't expect that to happen. If they get to the finals, so I, I, actually, let me retract that. I, I don't expect them to wet the bed. What I do expect is that they get to the finals and and they're running on all cylinders and the shit is fluid and it's cracking. It's going to be a, we're in for a fucking unbelievable finals. Yes. Yeah. Whoever get if it's OKC, if it's fucking Minnesota, if it's Denver, you if it's you, the Clippers. You love to tell me about this Minnesota boy. Yeah. I, 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 granted, their record says that you should talk. But, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, is we're still a week after the uh, Minnesota, we didn't see a dip from them. Mm. We saw, we haven't seen a surge either. Mm-hmm. So just speaking of that, you know, you know, going over to the West, you know, OKC is looking monstrous. Yeah. The concern is, is that they're young, but OKC is looking like, you know, I really don't know if because of how much um, ammunition they have. Yeah. I really don't know if there's a team in a four game grinded out, even yeah. though they're young, even though they still got Simulac on their breath. I don't know who really can fuck with this team. On a four game series, grind it out, yes. or excuse, seven game series, grind it out. First one to four, let, let's play I, right. with SJ, SGA because that team looks good. I know, and if I'm the Clippers, I'm still kicking myself because oh they yeah, had you got to, you got to still kick yourself with that. Yeah, because granted, it, the Clippers of what still he there, ruined but... to, and it just shows you that the Clippers' uh, uh, front office and and their scout teams. Are were on top of their shit because they saw this motherfucker when everybody else didn't. Yeah, but man, he's 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 a problem. And the, what really makes him a problem is is that um, he he's very patient. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he in a half court set or in transition, it doesn't matter. He gets to the spot that he wants to get mm-hmm. to, and I don't care who's guarding him. 
He's I will I will herk and jerk and and, and jackknife mm-hmm. my way, kind of like mm-hmm. a, a taller Brunson. So Brunson mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. like movement and action to get to the spots that he wants to get to and gets his shot off the exactly the it's way he wants. It's still a quiet thirty piece. Yeah. You know who was like that back in the day, and some people might not recognize is Paul Pierce. Yeah, when I, I played Paul Pierce my senior year three times, and he had a quiet. <laughs> quiet 30 piece every time. Yeah. 33, 32, 35. Quiet 30 piece three times in a row. But he was so efficient with how he got down. Yeah. And SGA, obviously a different position, a different era in the game. Yeah, because they have but, him, but he's a she's really a shooting guard slash small forward, but they play him at point guard. And that's what makes him so powerful. Yeah. Is because he has the ability to be at those other two positions um that would obviously misposition him mm-hmm. but as a point guard man he's a freaking monster and, and so you know i you know okay the, the the top of the west is so close you got you got them and minnesota tie i know you're not a minnesota fan and you don't think just they not a believer it. i i, well, I think hey, they're good i'm just not hey, a guess what then you, you know anthony edwards is the next michael jordan so if you don't believe in michael jordan you shouldn't believe in him and i get oh my it's God. not for everybody he does not deserve that monster <laughs> but okay yeah. hey, he told he done told people yeah that that shit's real yeah. and let me tell you something dude's special he, like, he, he, he is, is but special special well like like all of the stars that are special you got to do it when it, the lights are the brightest. Well, uh, he's going to have that opportunity in the next couple of years because they have a team wrapped and, around them well, the to get there. Years. That we do it this year, sir. Do it well, this year. Well, but this way, we, we saw Michael shit the bed multiple years until he finally graduated. Until he, he, he finally got Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen. Right, correct. Uh, so, so, so let's let's not heap all the pressure that you got to do it in year one or you ain't shit. He is a special individual. Yeah, he, That's why young. I said it's a couple of years. And he's young. But he 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 got he's got a splice of that DNA. I I, I see it because um because there, there is a ruthlessness to his game. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a fearlessness mm-hmm. to his game, and yes. and that's what you really want to see out mm-hmm. of what you you know one of the main guys on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just even as talented as as Cat Williams is, I I'm not let's say a believer in him. Kind of like standing up to ultimately because Jokic. he's been known to be soft as a baby's bottle. Yes, and 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 you know, and then there is that uh, man from Yugoslavia or wherever the hell he is named Jokic, and I can see him with all of his tricks and do that. The, the Joker, I can see the Joker just giving him the business. But here's what twist is: Cat is unique in terms of um, he don't got to be the scorer. You can kind of give him a task, mm-hmm. and if you give him a task and have him lock in, that he will he will die trying to sit over here and fulfill that task. So if you tell him your task is to sit over and lock that motherfucker up, and probably how that team is set up, that wouldn't be the individual yeah, to do it. You're it would have be to double. No, it he, would be um, Gobert. Gobert. That Gobert. Just I don't care what you do. Just lock him up. Just but the thing, fight with him. But, okay, but traditionally, and we've seen it a couple times now, uh, Gobert is barbecue chicken to Jokic. Jokic sees him and like giggles, like, "Oh, okay, okay." Then, he so, the so then you, so, but here's <laughs> the twist: is you put cat on him to do it. Well, you're gonna have to double, or you you're double, double with both. Of, if you double both of them, then you take him completely out the game. But you don't want to do that, and you almost don't want to put cat on him. Because what you're happens is, it, you're going to be in foul trouble, and you're going to significantly reduce um, uh, his offensive output. Yeah. Now, here's where twist is: if, if, then you have Anthony Edwards, and there you have the red carpet to sit over here and be the man. Well, and, and that's a right. team that's set up when you have a three like that. Especially, they're unique. Usually, the three comes from three uh, front court. Yeah. Or three backcourt, excuse me. Yeah, backcourt. You know, yeah, I get it. Uh, but 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 now you sit over here and have two front court. It, it, it's yeah, a they mix. have a twin towers. It, it, it's just a unique mix in terms of a big three that they have. The last time that we have seen, let's say, a style of play, uh, you know, in terms of personnel like that, 
was probably like the San Antonio Spurs with David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Yes, unequivocally. Uh, And you saw what that did. That's what gets me excited. That unique mix is very difficult to fuck around with. Yes, yes. Fuck around to find out. Yeah, it is. And then if you have just good good to serviceable guards, Mm -hmm. um, and and that's what I think... um, uh, what comes? Is, is it Mobley? No, who is their who is their point guard? Um, well, it, it, it's not important. They have a solid point guard, mm-hmm. and then they have the slasher mm-hmm. slash Michael Jordan mm-hmm. uh, light light uh, <laughs> in, in, in in your boy. So okay, you know, on paper they they could do it, um, mm-hmm. but you know we've talked about a couple of teams and and I would actually lean more towards your OKC because I like Chet Holmgren I like I, everybody I, I, everybody I, I, yeah, just they got, throw, let's throw a party for these motherfuckers yeah, the problem yeah, is yeah. is they wet behind the ears yeah I would and you know what I can't even about to say I can't even believe I'm going to say this out of my mouth cuz I'm like damn a clipper but the clippers I think would even be more of a threat than even OKC even no. though OKC um the matchups OKC is a bad matchup with Denver. Oklahoma is a great matchup with Denver. Yeah. Because they're big enough. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, matchup makes fights. Yeah, or, styles or make, styles styles make, make fights. fights. Right. So, um, that's the deal. And if the Clippers can go on a run, push the, the Clippers o- should be one of the push, favorites. Push Denver down to the fourth. And they get to the third. But that's a big if. Well, all I'm saying is uh, it's within the realm. It's not a, it's not that big of, it's this big of if. It's not this big of an if because they're only within a game or two. So you're talking about you going on a five game streak and it flips automatically. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you could sit over and put Denver in the four to have to play, uh, OKC that OKC can beat Denver. Then you have the Clippers against um, the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. It, you know, it, 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 can, get, it be, can get very interesting. Yes. Well, you know, you and I are going to be watching this playoffs together. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, 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 we're we going to have our banter about that. But I, at the end of the day, I just feel like Denver is the defending champion. And there is just something about, like, they may be like, because right, right now, even with them coasting, they're still number three. and But I sense a complacency. It's funny that you use the word coasting. You, you feel that yeah. from the eye test. You feel the yeah. coasting of what they do. But when they want to, but they want to step up, they dominate. But, but, but you and I both know that is not, um, ingredients that lead to winning. When, individuals sit over here and think they can coast or and they can just flip that switch. We all know that people that already have that switch on beforehand, that light's going to burn brighter than the ones that just flipped it on right before. I, I, I don't disagree. I think you're right about that. The only other, let's say, um, the caveat or, or retort to that is – when you've done it before. So when these are high leverage moments, big games, primetime TV, we've been to the finals. We know where our mindset needs to be. And then you got a new team. And here comes OKC. And OKC is finally arrived. But and guess what? And now we're on Bright Lights Big City, but, baby. But, but here's the only caveat. I agree with you. Uh-oh. 100%. <laughs> this is what I can say about and that. And we have a home game. It, is this one thing that once like a team like Cleveland that mm. that could happen to that I agree that scenario can work. It's another thing when you have uh youngins that that just don't know what they don't know. And then you know it, what I'm saying? Like, that's like, the mentality. like just young, wild, just uh bambi legs going all over the place and just we're gonna go. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's different when they don't know what they don't know. Yes. OKC don't know what they don't know. So they can be so talented so filled with confidence because they're expecting nobody's expecting us so why not us so why not us and and, and, and just not a fear of the moment yeah whereas we know when you have a team where harden's your third best player and he can be filled he can sit over here and 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 understand what that moment is and that booty hole get tight Mm -hmm. we can sit over here and talk about paul george's still never won this is why i love about the playoffs though Mm -hmm. is because 
what you really get to witness in the playoffs is whose booty hole gets tight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody's booty hole gets get tight, but some booty yeah, hole gets so but, tight to <laughs> where they can't move, they uh, can't function. Part, yeah. And we've seen, but all on the flip side is, you talking about the Clippers that say they might understand they might. That, that, you know, this might be the best opportunity because the number one is light in the booty. And even though it's a bad matchup, we can go in there and, and you know, gang bang on them a little bit, a little bit, a little bit aggressive little rough, and yeah. throw them off of their game. Like you, you have this year and God willing, you have next year. And after mm-hmm. that, your window's closed and y'all, if y'all don't yeah, get, if somebody, y'all don't get a title in the next two years. And then what's so unbelievable is a, a game between the Celtics and the Clippers would be phenomenal. Oh, a series, you know, a what? series, uh, you know, there are no, a lot no, of series no, that can come up no, out of this. No, phenomenal would be a, a series between this, the Lakers and the Celtics. The Clippers would be like, "Oh, you made it there! Great job!" You see, and and I and I in 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 years past, I would agree with you, but at, at some point in time, we have to be in reality in terms of where we're at with our LA team. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the Lakers this 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 episode because I there ain't you, shit to talk there's about. Nothing because they're 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 uh, mediocre right now. And and they haven't earned the right to have a discussion about them. And and I I, I literally took half the episode, the last one, to talk about. It. So, <laughs> so I, I've shot all my bullets out of the. Uh, so, excuse so, me, I've shot all my rounds. Yeah. Say. So, but, so but, let, yeah. but let's talk about a team that is Laker-like in terms of. Um, They've grown to be a, a, a league favorite, um, but also like the Lakers are, are dwelling in that eight, nine, 10, mm-hmm. you know, spectrum. That, that pool, but the, the bottom half. But they, they appear even more than the Lakers that they got more gas in the tank. Yes. And that's the Warriors. You know, here's where the reality is. I don't, um, I don't foresee the Warriors being the pushovers Mm-mm. that it perceived them to Nobody be. Nobody wants to play them in the first Nobody round. Nobody wants to play them in Who the first round. Who in the hell round. wants to play Steph Curry in the first round? And then, and I don't even think it's Steph Curry. I think it's it, Steph Curry's mature enough to understand that we're going to do this as a collective. Yes. It ain't going to be me being this the great because I'm getting old, you know, and I ain't But But big. he's... he's he, he, if you really watch He's playing him, well, yes. Uh, you know, he I think he may have had like a gaff game here or there this past week, but it generally speaking, Steph is playing the best of his entire career. So he's to me But it's all of intelligence. It ain't off of physical ability. Right. It's intelligence and setting people mm-hmm. up and and it's it's um it's just he's he's so timely. He you know, the truth of the matter is, is when you are an excellent shooter like that, it's really about when you do it. And he knows how to hit devastating blows mm-hmm. to teams. And they are a little team. They are a guard centric team. Mm-hmm. But what he's getting a lot of help from guys like that. Uh, the, the, I think he's a rookie. The, the Podazinski, uh, Podazinski. I, hey, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's it's, a rookie, but I do know he, he's injected himself into this team. And he looks phenomenal. He's, he's taking minutes away from, um, from our, uh, Ooh, Clay? uh, from Clay Thompson, but it's thank deserved. G- thank God. Yeah. I mean, Clay but Thompson's it, old Clay and Thompson those is injuries. still Clay Thompson. So no, yeah. he's old. He's injuries. You give Clay Thompson an open, an open jumper. That's why you bring him off the bench. When Cats is a little bit tired, get Clay up in there because Cats ain't really running through these screens. Yes. And get Clay up in there and he's going to still hit but, the But when jumper. we talk about people who've been there before, Clay has been there mm-hmm. before. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in any given moment, Clay could turn into Clay for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, my God. And now the game is over. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Splash Brothers are still there. He's just a, a little a bit. A delayed version yeah, of Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he's a he's a lowered version of himself mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. but it's okay because mm-hmm. this kid has stepped in here and then you know they have um uh uh kaminga but, see, but see, Kaminga's kaminga new, is actually finally Kam- no 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 we can't talk about this is all on the coach 
Because Kaminga's been saying, I'm a bad man, Majama. But he Y'all not playing me. No, they ain't been playing him. Yeah, it was the minutes. It so, was a minute. But, but, but I, now he's getting minutes. He's doing, he's saying he's doing, he's doing exactly what he says he's going to do. He's doing For me, is the, the big missing piece, and, and, and it's not popular, and none of us want to admit it, but it's Draymond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Draymond brings a certain toughness. He yeah. brings a certain, what, what's it, dramatically, um, jumped up is their defensive efficiency. Yeah. And that's solely based off of Draymond. I mean, you can look at the numbers. Draymond came back, their defensive efficiency jumped up. I, 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 I say this, and you know, and I even, I, I witnessed this in the game that the Lakers and, uh, the Warriors played. Um, the thing about Draymond is, whether whatever your feelings are about him, mm-hmm. he and and Steph Curry, and to a lesser degree Clay, but they he's he and Steph, I will say, are truly the heart and soul of that team. Mm-hmm. And what he brings is the attitude for every possession. So you need a player that is going to be a Swiss Army knife in the, especially because you're smallish in center mm-hmm. that's literally going to challenge everything in the middle and whether or not you like or dislike Draymond what it is is Draymond is a point forward mm-hmm. that plays center mm-hmm. he's only 6'9 mm-hmm. mine ladies and gentlemen he's hey, only 6'9 no six, I don't nine. even think he's 6'9 to be real with you but he but, Draymond probably you know just how they used to try to say that bullshit about Charles Barkley and Charles Barkley really mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he might be like six five. Yeah, yeah. They was uh, they were talking about Charles but, Barkley but, was but six eight back in the day. But but, but yeah, but we know that's right. Not. But the thing is, is like even with Charles Barkley, Draymond is in this cuff. It's mm-hmm. it's about the attitude and it's about the 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 monster within mm-hmm. that that gets put on the court. This is why Draymond punks Rudy Gobert, who's Who's three, four inches taller than him, and he punks him every time because he's like, "You're not realer than me, bro. <laughs> You're just not." Rudy Gobert is also French, so okay. Well, but don't talk about your your Chantelizer. <laughs> you gonna get him mad at hey, you? It's it's it, it's fine. Yeah, okay, it's fine, cognac. Yeah, okay. you know what I'm saying? I'm saying? No, you love the cognac, not the players. Okay, hey, I, you know I love France in, in general, but at the end of the day, is. America had to come through through two world wars to go save. Okay, history <laughs> lesson. <laughs> no, but the reality is, is that you know Draymond brings a grittiness, mm-hmm. brings an aggressiveness to the game. It's, it's just that's it's that undeniable, is completely missing. And, and and what this tells you is, is that everybody talks about, oh my God, the scoring's up and nobody's playing any defense and yada 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 yada, but. What the game actually still needs mm-hmm. and still um, is still effective mm-hmm. is that grittiness, is that hard, that 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 hardcore aggressiveness. Yes, there, there's two. I think they're, I they've think tried the to league, take that out the game. I, I think they have, and I think that the league in general is too friendly. Like mm-hmm. uh, I had a buddy of mine that actually just showed a clip of. Chet Holmgren and Wim, and, and women Yama going, going at, at it, it mm-hmm. and going at it like hard, like, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, thank you. This is exactly, it, it, it's been so long since we've seen mm-hmm. that, um, the competitiveness being played at a level like that where it was like, no, I'm not going to have somebody else guard you. I'm going to guard you. This is star on star. I'm going to prove in this game, in this moment, that I'm better than you. But here's here's where the reason why is. You don't see enough of that. But here's where the reason why is. It's because when you grew up with these cats, when y'all became friends before you got to the league due to AAU, Mm -hmm. due to these camps, yeah, they're you know, too friendly. The, the, the sleepovers. Remember when we used to have sleepovers? Yeah, yeah. The we're kids that we had sleepovers with when we were kids are still our closest friends now. Yeah, right. Thirty years later. Right. right. Well, we're when watching you go to AAU, right? Unequivocally, <laughs> right. The old school. They came on regular TV. But when you have AAU, you are slumbering with these individuals. Mm-hmm. You're 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 in the same domicile, the same dorm room. Or dorm area, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, we get the same are, snacks you, from the same vending right, machines. You're same vending machines. You're sitting over here and having those late night talks. Yeah. So these individuals are friends. The difference is, is that um, you know, um, 
Chet never did that with, with, with Wimby. And Chet, because, and, and, and it's like Chet just realized, you know what? I'm about to show the world that I'm better than him. Chet sat over here and said, this cat, I was supposed to be Wimby, but I got hurt. And the world moved past me, and I want to take it back. And, that, and now, and I feel a certain kind of and, way. And Wimby's like, okay, I feel you, but but I'm that dude. But I'm that dude. And guess what? He's and, that dude. And you know what? And, and as great as Chet is, Wimby is a he's yeah, come from but, a different cloth. But, but you know what? I think that they they played themselves to a standstill because when, when when if you watch that game, even though oh, I think OKC won the game, but but what you really saw was uh, Chet. Held his own. Chet just no. Chet won the initial um the initial deals. Well, I mean, I mean the, this most recent, the game. most recent one. But the, but the reality is, is yeah, it's getting closer and closer. But that's going to cross before the end of the season. Yeah, when Wimby has got enough games Wimby under just his needs, belt, Wimby he, just needs talent around him. Wim, Wimby just needs like one no. I'm just, but forget about that. Just on the one on one, Wimby is just getting stronger. He's yeah, learning what the year. league is. Chet was in the league, got hurt, but he got better and got a chance to still play with these cats. Wimby was in France playing with the Wee Wees. <laughs> the Wee Wees? <laughs> you know, before that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So it's still, he still had to take that time mm-hmm. and he's younger. Mm-hmm. So he still is, you know, a year matters. You know, one's 21, one's 20. That year is different. Like in terms of the maturity on the body. And so you see Wimby exponentially getting better because he's getting older, he's getting fuller, he's getting stronger, he's becoming he, more he, grown right. man. And, and, and if he does a, a strong offseason and does like a Kevin Garnett type Wimby of Wimby won't, uh, Chet can't fuck with Wimby two, three years from now. Like right there, I'll take a picture. Wimby will be a, Ooh, because a Wimby is for really an alien. Well, and it, you know, a symbol is an alien. Well, how about this? I, I dare I say I'm going to challenge you to a duel. I'm like, where's my where's my <laughs> fence? Uh, well, my white gloves and my and my fence outfit because I actually think that that is not a foregone conclusion because I think Chet Holmgren is talented enough and he's also like you said he's 21 and guess what he's going to have an off season also and he's going to work on his game also. So there's no there's no guarantee. This is like a, at every level. Anybody who's played hoops at any level realizes that it only takes one summer. I could be the guy who is on the bench and then I could be the starting uh superstar if I work in the summer. This is how I look at it. Think of LeBron when he came into the league and then the cat that came in the league the year before him was supposed to be the man. And, and that cat before the, he's good. He's a shit. And he's going to work on his game on that all season because he sees LeBron coming. But LeBron's just cut a little bit different. He's just a little okay. bit different. That, so you really believe that Wimby, uh, but Wimby is about to be Wimby the is, bee's knees. Wimby is doing something, but, but here's only, here's the only thing that kind of keeps me calm down. I'm not really getting out of control is that. David Robinson actually had better stats yeah. than him. Not by much. I'm talking about they're close. But David, but David Robinson is a little bit better in almost yeah. everything except assists. Now, here's where a twist is. The league was different then. Yeah. and, and The and league it, got a lot of monsters it, now. And you got a whole lot of monsters coming. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of monsters in, in the fucking uh, G League. Yeah. The, There's the, a lot of monsters the, in the, the G League. This is a this is an interesting era because... This is uh, about um, skill versus an era of physicality and will. I think that yeah. that mm-hmm. the the days of you know the David Robinsons, the Patrick Ewings, and the Shacks that it was about physicality mm-hmm. and will. Mm-hmm. I, I, I yes, we right. we, oh, we know yes. the fundamentals. We know the fundamentals. We've had to go through the Kevin McHales of the world to graduate ourselves to a certain level. Mm-hmm. But we have a will and a willpower and a determination that I don't see in the the this crop of talent. But what I do see is that they have skill. So what what ends up, let's say, negating some of the will is that they just are so skilled at so many and, things. And here's the reality. At the end of the day, when the rubber meets the road, skill will beat Will every time. Yes, but... but unfortunately, but, like... Unfortunately. I, we come from, and I'm a, I'm a Will 
centric individual. Yes. But I do know that skill because, no, because will can be, um, taken and make them, um, be off balance. Because you can draw the will in because they're coming in hard charge. And they sit over here and then you can get them leaning in a certain way yes. to catch them slipping. And that's how them catches over there and get laughed at and falling. I agree. And so I agree. skill still um, that the skill is, skill is supersedes yes. will. It, and it is right now in the in the in the just the lexicon of the, the, the seasons that we're watching. The only thing that is, I think that is now where Will is coming back is that you're realizing how do I persevere when I am meeting somebody who is at a close to or similar or exact same skill level. And then it becomes about the attitude. So what you end up seeing is, is that there are certain players that don't have the, the, the monsterish Mm-hmm. attitude mm-hmm. to essentially ex- exert their skill set and and even if it's like I can just beat you with this one jump jump hook but I'm going to beat you with this one jump hook all day because I know now I have a way to chink into your armor and you don't always see that with guys anymore they're they're But I like, think we're going to see that this year. Okay. That's what they I think this year this this championship and I could be wrong but I do believe like kind of how it's going to work out and how it's going to unfold mm-hmm. is you're going to have skill versus will in the championship. And we're going to see which mm-hmm. one reigns supreme. You're right. In this day and age. To me, the team that is going to represent the East and the West are going to have the perfect balance of both. No, I don't believe that. Well, I think, maybe one, not I think, perfect, I think but one, a close balance. I think one is going to be one. That's going to be the leading indicator for him. And I think one is going to be the other. Okay. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I kind of feel that, that that's where we're going to be at. And we're going to be able to watch this unfold, be, unfold because we are at a transitional point mm-hmm. in the game. We are where there's still lineage of will, but skill is trying to, um, co-opt the game and take it in a different direction. Yeah. And you know what? And there's a, there's a, there's a little bit of this being lost. Um, and I think that I almost feel bad for the youth because when you have, uh, this number of six, nine, six, 10 plus guys that are essentially playing as guards Mm -hmm. at the five position, that they're not doing the things that are very distinctive to their size. Like boxing out, <laughs> like uh, they don't they don't really box mm-hmm. out anymore, mm-hmm. uh, which is an obvious and easy way for you to get easily ten to fifteen rebounds a game mm-hmm. if you just focus on that. Mm-hmm. They're not really um, like doing enough in the box itself, so they're so concerned about being a stretch individual or being able to face up and and take somebody off the dribble. That they are not using the the God given physicality of just you know what let me do let me also learn jump hook left jump hook right let me do drop step let me do a, a drop step power and and hit the guy and knock him off of me so that I can now dunk the ball it's like all of those skills that that uh, were pretty much fundamental to all big men mm-hmm. it are now being lost, lost. Mm-hmm. and it's like you don't understand that it's also about getting easy buckets. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh yeah, um, I can do all these things and it's, and I can fancy and shock and all just like a guard. Yeah, that's great. But guess what? When we get into these half court sets, I need to be able to throw it down to somebody and have them just give me a guarantee. Mm-hmm. And that is unfortunately being lost on this generation. I agree. Of big men. I agree. And so it, it's a, it's, it's a guard centric world that we're living in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the team that figures it out or, and or the players that figure that out are going to rule the day. Mm-hmm. And the one guy that I see that is, has both of those things mastered is Jokic. I would agree. I would agree. I just don't, I just don't, I just think that the cats that are hungry. 
Mm. And you know, I don't, I don't care what you say. We always, we we all know that he doesn't. He's not passionate. Mm. He doesn't love, love, love the game like that. He doesn't love, love, love. Oh, the you talking about Yogis? You don't yoga. think? Yoga. I mean, no. Yeah, he's I, showing. He you doesn't. Know what? He doesn't. He he doesn't. He want. He just wants to go out there and go do a job and get paid and sit over and go be with his family. He doesn't have that's that that like that 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 grind of just. I got to have he, it. I got to be the greatest who ever did it. I, I, and, he, maybe, and if he did, he could have been. Well, I, the thing about Jokic that's interesting is I think this happens to all great players, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think you would have to attest he's a great player, mm-hmm. Oh, is that, that he's gotten a bite of the apple. He's actually won a championship. That's what I'm saying. And so when you have that bite of the apple, that fire dampens. I don't say it goes away. No, no, no. It dampens. Here's here's the other thing. The the true Hall of Famer. Let me just ask you one quick question. Does he have the desire to be the greatest who ever did it? I don't know that. But I think he's European, and I think that Europeans, <laughs> I think he could be in, like, say, a Dirk Nowitzki kind of way, because Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk's never wanted to be the greatest, and he could no, be No, but Dirk, Dirk didn't want to have his career end without winning a championship. So for one season, and one season only, you But saw he Dirk. was greater than that. He's the greatest player in Dallas Mavericks history, yes. and he only got the one. But, but what you saw for that one season, you saw Dirk play with a different focus, right? Imagine if he played a career like that. Correct. That's the difference between Dirk and Correct. let's say Shaq and Kobe. Correct. That's, that, what, that's what I'm saying. That's the difference between um, him being great or Larry Bird, even him. Right, and Larry and Bird, Larry Bird did have that. He and, had that cut. And, he and, had that and, grind. And, and, he and came I, from poverty. And, and, and I always want to. I've mentioned many times on here. I've mentioned Larry Bird, but I also think Kevin McHale had that. I think Kevin McHale oh. was also a guy. Shout out to Kevin McHale. Yeah. I, 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 as much as I, I hated him because he was so good. But but Kevin McHale was to a very small degree, Robert Parrish, but really Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale. Oh, and, he was, and he was ready to take that fade. That's what I love. That's and, what I respected about him. And Kevin I didn't McHale, love him. I respected that. Kevin McHale owned the block. He had about five or six different moves mm-hmm. off of the block that, and he was just a problem and he was 6'10", 6'11", and he was a problem on He that was block. a white version uh, uh, of the dream. The dream had yeah. those five, six moves. Maybe, maybe, maybe slower, just, but, that, he, but he would he I just I, I just posted on, on, on the NBA at the bar page of uh, highlights of, um, of dream mm. and you saw the same moves. Right. Being played against different individuals. It's a, it's a set of five moves that I'm going to sit over here and get the ball to the basket no matter what. Kevin no matter McHale what. The, same the no matter what part is what we're really talking about is that with these superstars, it's like no matter what high leverage moment, mm-hmm. uh, we need a bucket. We need this bucket. It needs to happen. Period. End of story. You give it to that guy, mm-hmm. he is going to deliver mm-hmm. and in any form or fashion. And, and, but Mikel didn't have to ever deliver in that moment because it was going to Larry Bird. That's where the difference Well, is. but, but, but I would say that through the conference, through the conference, you have to say that any championship team, all championship teams have guys who step up in moments. And Kevin McHale stepped up in moments. It wasn't Larry Bird for all sure, the time, without all the a time. doubt. For sure, for there, sure. There were plenty of moments to where I was like, "Damn, damn, Kevin McHale!" Yeah. Uh, he gave it to him again. He's like, "Oh, oh, I'm going to give you all my head, fake you to death, and then uh, uh, oh, now I got you, boom, and one, and now I'm going to the free throw line, and I'm going to make my free throw." Mm-hmm. It's like there's just certain guys who do that. So. When we just getting back to the general point, we're talking about guys who have skill versus will. There's a lot of guys who have skill and they, they, they're more concerned. Even Anthony Davis to a certain degree is like this mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. I'm more concerned with showing the, the world, the display of mm-hmm. all of the things that I can do, mm-hmm. but I'm marginalizing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a master of nothing and be really good at a whole bunch of things. Where it's like the, the, the but I, I think there's a place in that in the NBA for those individuals. And, and the reason why the difference between somebody who chooses that route versus the one who chooses to be great, great at a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Is, and, 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 and just and, decent and, and, and good. Who's going to be great. Things. Yeah. 
Because it is about greatness. And, and um, um, Steph, Steph is, is a prime example of. Mm-hmm. He chose to be great at something like great, which propels you to greatness. If you choose to be very, very, very good at a plethora of things, you can you can also choke well, at well, all those. But, but also, the word that's left out of that is greatness. Mm-hmm. Is great. Mm-hmm. Steph chose to be great. Mm-hmm. Now again, he has lineage. His daddy was one of the greatest three pointers. So pedigree is what you really dude, want to say. My man, you should be that great. You yeah, know what but I'm but you you what you can't negate about Steph is yes, he came from pedigree. Yes, he had the DNA. Yes, he has a brother. This proof of the DNA. But, right. But Steph decided to dedicate. He decided. Yes. And, and, and yeah, Anthony Davis. Did not choose greatness. Steph did. I, I, Great I don't people know. choose greatness. What do you mean you don't know? I, I will say this. He's been in the league for almost a decade. I, I think, you, uh, yes. You, you're you're okay. going to choose you're right. it. You're, you're right. Great people choose greatness. LeBron chose greatness. Kobe chose greatness. Steph chose greatness. KD chose greatness. Jordan chose greatness. Durant. Magic chose greatness. I said KD. Yeah. Uh, Magic chose greatness. They're individuals that choose it. Yeah. AD didn't. Well, here's the thing that, and and I, I, I'm going to lie now because I said that I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> I said I wasn't going to talk about the Lakers, but I will say this just in regards to. And we're going to finish it up with the Lakers. I didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't want to talk about them. I know, but I'm gonna, not worth talking. But G Money, you know, it's my team. But <laughs> but look, Anthony Davis has an opportunity within this season. I think that the two team, the two players on that squad are D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Davis. If they decide, and if they choose greatness. And if they really commit themselves to saying you can't, but you, Russell's not great. No, no, no. Russell is unproven. So, so let's not ever talk about Russell in the language of greatness. We can talk about Anthony in the in the language of greatness. We can't talk about Russell. Yes, Anthony Davis. At the end of the day, will he choose it? No, he has to choose. Will he? No, fuck greatness. Choose domination. Greatness is putting the cart before the horse. Mm. The dominate him choosing domination gets him to greatness. Yeah, but you don't have greatness without domination. The only thing that I can say about him through, let's say, majority of this season that I have not seen in seasons past is that he's available. He's playing through injury. He's playing through it. He's playing. Where where he all of he, that doesn't include greatness. No, it for, doesn't. For for us injecting the Lakers into this, what I didn't want to do. And, which, but 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 right. you chose to do in the church on the move because the Lakers are always a great topic. Here's what okay. twist is: AD, you have a counterpart that's already made the choice. Yeah, he's already proven it. He's already done the deal. Right. Everybody is waiting on you to do so. Right. And don't talk about you playing well in the bubble as you sitting over here choosing greatness. You're right. It, it has to be anything, and I'm not discounting their championship by any stretch of the imagination, no. but I'm talking about for this individual player. Yeah. Your greatness has to come from outside of that bubble. There's going to have to be a moment that is going to be a career-defining moment, moment for him. To say I need to win a ring other than but the he, bubble championship. But he had a chance to do that last year when they made it to the conference finals, and there's a less odds of him doing it this year than last year, and he had that opportunity to do it and he didn't I, do I, it. I agree. So here's our twist is there's no way we can sit over and bet that he's gonna do it now. Well, we, we and we're not. I, I'm not putting money on the Lakers. I, I'm rooting for him. No, the number Lakers. Are you putting money on A D being great? Uh, I think that AD. Are you putting money on AD being great? Yay or nay? No. <laughs> <laughs> because he's what? 
A shrinking violet. <laughs> the last time we said that, that I motherfucker know. went on the run. I know, but it, you know, and it, it almost makes me feel like either he got spies or somebody's listening to us. The minute I called him a shrinking violet, Boom. all of a sudden he it took like the best he ever it played. The best he ever played. I yeah. was like, oh, did he? Did he hear me? Yeah. Did, or did what? Did, did I hope he did. Did he the universe tell him? But but you know, and then that I found that very amusing. But the, here's so here's the next thing, right? That I will say is like my parting uh, uh, a statement for Anthony Davis. Look, bro, uh, this is this is the year to where you're going to have to shock and awe. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make this a defining, a career defining year to be like I'm going to dispel all the myths. I'm going to basically dominate and I, I don't do I think he's going to do it I don't I don't have faith that he's going to do it but I hope he does but I I don't have faith but because I don't see. think I- so I, I feel everything that you're saying and, and I definitely get it and and all that does is to sit over here and put us in a position to um there's a whole lot of things to be unfolded mm-hmm. in, in this season. And, and, and I can tell you that um, we don't have all the answers now. No. The West is completely different from the East. The East, we kind of know kind of how it's going to unfold no matter what. Mm-hmm. The West, we don't know where the top is. Is it going to be OKC? Is it going to be fucking the Timberwolves? Is it going to be, be Denver? Is it going to be Denver? Bush? I don't believe he's going to win the deal. Or is it going to be the Clippers? That that top four still has to, there still needs to be some shit to happen. And um, injuries can sit over here and trick that. Yeah. There's a whole lot of things that can sit over here and determine what that top four is going to be. Um, and I think that we know um, in, in the bottom, what would that be? The bottom six, um, how that's going to kind of unfold, mm-hmm. you know? So, so the I reality is, is we still got a lot to play. We can prognosticate pretty confidently on the East, on the West. We don't know because you got the, sons. it's a lot of parody. It's a, it, it's I don't a lot even of like parody. talking about Phoenix, but, but, but Phoenix but, 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 is there though. But my point is, is that there's a whole lot of teams that are there. Yeah, They're absolutely. the Pelicans. It's, it's like I could throw out a bunch of teams that are in the mix. So we got to still let that play out. To sit over here and see how we're gonna finish. Yeah. Um. But but, but speaking of a finish, mm. you know, um, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't sit over here and um, speak on this earlier because I I wanted you guys to really um, get a feel of this 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 episode here. And the reason why this episode is different. Um, than any of the episodes you've seen us do throughout the uh, season is, unfortunately, this is G-Money's last episode. It is. G-Money has had the the grace and the blessings to receive a, a tremendous opportunity that doesn't allow him to continue to do this show and facilitate and take advantage of the blessing that's in front of them. And, you know, at the end of the day, as much as I love doing the show, with, we have, with my we have brother, such great chemistry. We have I, great and chemistry. And, and, and it, it is, a, it is, it's with a heavy heart, quite frankly, because, um, I, I appreciate everybody just listening to us, uh, and all of our banter and our bullshit. You know, <laughs> it, it's like, um, it's been very, uh, encouraging and, 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 inspiring to see that we're not alone that it, this is a a unified effort so all of the attitudes and opinions that we share that that is also shared with the audience that that, that are listening to us and we, and there's a lot of you out there there's thousands of you out there that are really like engaged with what it is that we're saying because you know that we're talking that real and so it it def- it definitely is with a heavy heart that I have to say that this is gonna be my last episode. But you know, like want to be his last episode. Yeah, he. You know, at, at, at certain times in life, opportunities present themselves to where you you can't pick what you want to do over what you gotta do. Yeah, and when an opportunity presents itself like it has. Um, G-Money 
has to do what he got to do. Look, bro, you made me take a sip on that. I was like, I was like, oh. Yeah. So, so, so with a heavy heart, you know, um, I, we're going to have to say goodbye to G-Money. Now, I'm not going to say that we might not get him on the phone or, <laughs> you know, we might not have him pop in and say, hey. Yeah. But but from the most part. Or if they, or if, or if they fire me, I'm back, baby. I don't know. Uh, but, but but he's way too talented to ever get fired. He's way too special <laughs> yes, to ever get you. fired. That, that, so that's I, not going to ever I, happen. I, I know. Um, we might be able to get him just to pop in and say, hey, but at the end of the day is, is he won't be able to be my co-host, our co-host on this show um, moving forward. And um, one, I, I just want to say, I appreciate you. Hey, my brother, you know, we're going to do this with me. Yes. Yes. When, when we when we when we took off on this endeavor many, many, many weeks and months ago. And and chose to commit ourselves to this. Yeah. Um. You know the the reaction from fans, uh, the, the the what what people say that this is their 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 go to favorite show every single week. Um. It's so much to do with your uh, finesse, your 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 insight, your my my, my passion for your the game. your passion for the game. Yeah, and so you know, um, it's going to be very, very, very much missed. And I will tell you this: going through this show, um, I had to I had to bring back the the, the my eyes watering up because mm. we because I'm going to miss you so much. I and, know, and, and I truly appreciate. Everything that you've done, and I'm going to miss you too. To the table, it 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 definitely is is heavy on my heart too. But the other part of it is is that I I believe in this uh this platform so much so that I think that between you and I, I'll be working in the background. The the movement is Mm -hmm. let's talk this basketball over drinks. Mm And that's the movement. You know what? This platform is 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 tailor made to the audience that we're speaking to. It, it is, but I will tell you this: we're not gonna get up out of here without finishing up our drinks. Hey, look at you! And and me toasting to you. Thank you, to brother. My appreciation for you being a part of this, and us um, and us really enjoying. Man, it has been so much fun. What it, what is so been. much, fun. And, and I wish you all the success. I wish you all the greatness that I know was in front of you, and you wouldn't be leaving this bad boy if if you didn't have to. No, and, and if they come back and give us two hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> damn that job. Okay, damn that job. So that uh, being said, right back. I love you, brother. Okay. Church on the move. Church on the Ladies move. And gentlemen, we'll see you next week because we will be back. Appreciate you all being with us. Appreciate you being with us, G-Money. NBA at the bar. ATB. Baby. What it do. (laughs) 